Taco Tuesday, everyone, and thanks to you and yours for tuning in to The Dose. I don't know why Brian Gubernick didn't bring you uh, some tacos this morning. but oh, my um, bad. My bad. You know, it is Taco Tuesday. Marks really is going to use that hanky today. But guys, thanks for tuning in sad. to The Dose. The Magic Man, Mark Hutchins, the Furry Land of Byron Filson, Brian Gubernick, back in studio. Final day, man. Final day. It happens. It Unless happens. the same thing happens as last time when... The fans started calling in, demanding yeah. <laughs> Mark leave his seat. Let me take over the post for a couple weeks. Uh, we had a that's right. Last time, last time you were here, it was, it was uh, as an interviewer. I like when you're the yeah. interviewee. Yeah, we cool. had fun. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yep. I definitely like. You know, and uh, we were talking off air. You know, kind of diving in today's today's uh, you know episode a little bit. You know, you're definitely a guy who's been, um, you know, operating a very very successful business for many many years. I mean, you are. Uh, you're the CEO of obviously of, of your team, uh, you know, owning the, you owning the brokerage. I mean, you're kind of a few different levels or, or, um, you know, avenues, so to speak of this business. And, you know, kind of got me thinking that, uh, you know, whether you are a team leader, whether you are a broker owner, whether, uh, it doesn't matter that we all need to be the CEO, right? Every single agent out there on the other end of this or, or every LO or Escrofts or whatever you you need to be the CEO, walk, talk, act, conduct yourself like the CEO of your business. Do CEOs interview? No. I don't think so. No. See, you know, they don't interview for, for a listing appointment or for a job. I mean, they walk in and they are the man or the yep. woman. It's their business. Um, so I just wanted to kind of touch, touch on that. You know, I mean, you know, we, we celebrate our leaders or, or, or people, you know, doing it at a high level. I know you guys do that as well as part of your brokerage, you know, celebrating and announcing the people that are, that are doing it at a, at a very, very high level. And, you know, one of the things that I always want to say behind that is it's not always necessarily, you know, about the numbers, right? It's not like say, Hey, look at me or Hey, look at these people. They're doing crazy production. You know, for me, I always want to say like, this is the byproduct of people wanting to work with you, mm -hmm. Right. Because you're not just a top producer, but you're the freaking CEO. You're a professional. You're doing it at a high level. You're classy, whatever. People want to work with you. People want to work with those people, right? People want to work with the CEO. Yeah, right? I mean, they do. And it's funny in our game, um, we talk quite a bit around being self-employed or owning our own businesses or whatever it may be, yet conduct ourselves right. in a manner that's not... I don't use the term CEO all that much, but just leader-esque. Right. You're not really a leader. And when we talk around leadership, I mean, and you're right, I, I have my hands in a, in a number of different things and I'm, I'm leading a handful of, of ventures with my partners. And, and you know, I, I've led well, I think, in the past and I've probably screwed it all up. Not probably, I have screwed it all up. And so I think it starts, Jeremy, in my personal opinion, just in my experience, it starts with leading, leading yourself. Right. Like, rather cliche, I get it. But- it's tough to really lead others, lead people around you, lead teams, lead your clients. If you don't know how to lead yourself first. So true. Um, I know when I'm coaching or, or speaking with the leaders within my own sales team or my brokerage or any other business, um, and we talk around developing their leadership skills, the very first place I'm going to start, because I think it's the simplest place we could all start, is modeling the behavior we expect those around us to emulate. If you're leading a team, you can read every book, you can do all these things, and there's lots out there, and I encourage you to do it. But the very first thing you can do when you get out of the car this morning or, or put down this podcast is start behaving 
and carrying yourself in a manner that you want those around you to emulate, Boom. to be like. Yeah. And I think it, I think that's the simplest change we can all make. Now, you know, like it, it, Jeremy, if you want to lead a company and you want to, you want to develop and you want to grow, should you go home at night and watch two hours of Netflix or should you study? Should right. you read? Should you do like, I call it being weird, getting weird. Right. <laughs> and I know that here's what I mean. Right. I think that in order to be a leader, you have to be different. You have to be what the public and the general population considers weird. Yeah. Like what do, let, let's talk, talk about some people that, that we consider weird that everybody knows. Steve Jobs. Weird. Weird. Warren Buffett. Weirdo. Some people say, oh, Warren's not that weird. Really? He's worth $58 billion, still lives in a home and that, that he bought in 1953. He's in a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Gates. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Musk. Weird. Yeah. Now I'm naming some standout weird people, but what makes them weird? What makes them weird is that the behaviors that they display the things that they do, the way that they carry themselves is different than the average, is different than the general population. So I ask you, if you want to be a leader, you got to be different. What are you doing different in your business and in your daily life that makes you weird? Some examples. Jeremy, I know this about you. What time do you get up every morning? Uh, it's usually about five now. I backed so it down. It used to be, I'm sleeping until, used to be 4.15, 4.30, but uh, now it's five. I knew 4.15, 4.30 th was your jam. Yeah. 5 a.m. Is that weird, Mark, to everybody else? To most people listening, that is extraordinarily weird. Right. Right? Are there certain things that you do throughout the day, certain activities that you do, certain things that you do with your schedule, ways that you say no, podcasts that you host, ways you do your business, ways you go home and hang with your kids, what you do post, you know, wind down time. Are you doing things that many would consider weird? I believe that getting weird is a step towards getting successful or getting prepared to lead, right? So I ask everybody on the, what are you doing? That's weird. Like I ask my agents all the time. You want to be a leader. You want to develop. You want to be the CEO of something right now. You look to me like everybody else in the general population until somebody says, Dude, that's weird. You haven't accomplished it yet. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it, until you look at people and they say, hey, man, got a minute. And you say, yeah, go. And you look at your watch. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, man. That's weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you know who taught me that one? Corinne Wynn. Yeah, I love she it. She's a little weird. Yeah. Her, She's awesome. Her results are a little weird. And you know what else? Her leadership is different and weird and respected and awesome. And she's someone we should look to. Right? So. Yeah. I know I went off on a tangent. No, I love it. But I love the idea of you got to think differently. You got to be perceived as strange. And for a long time, that wasn't me, man. I, I mean, I was, you know, up and coming in this business and I'm like, model everybody else around me and stay in the, you know, right. be friends with everybody right. or be relationship based. And believe me, I like people like me, but I also like winning. And I also like protecting my calendar. I also like priority. I also like, like just... The whole concept around priority, right? Like when you focus on the one thing that matters most, oh, everything true. else falls by the wayside. Yep. You now weird it is to let everything else fall by the wayside. Yeah. You now weird it is to not respond to an email. To, for some of you listening, you're going to get emails today. It would be really weird for you if you didn't respond to them. That's <laughs> true. Now, now, if you look at my inbox right now, and I don't mean this disrespectfully to anybody I haven't responded to yet, but I probably have 400, 500 unopened emails. It doesn't bother me a, a, a bit. Because frankly, I know I hit what was priority. That's weird behavior. Now, that doesn't make me special. I'm still on my journey. Right. I'm still on my path. But get weird. Also, what are those that are leading at a really high level doing in terms of weirdness? Like, what can we be doing? I do think reading 
and studying are are some things that every one of us could be doing more of. Oh, no doubt about it. Like no I had, I, I call it the Game of Thrones syndrome. This is yeah. what happened to me, Jeremy. So I never watched Game of Thrones. Not any of that. Right, haven't. right. Well, I decided one day I got to do this. Like everybody loves it. I got to do it. Suck the end. Watch the first two episodes. Oh, that's good. Watch the third episode. I'm like, oh, I'm in. Nine seasons later, <laughs> the month of October ended. <laughs> and I realized that I just watched one of the greatest shows of all time all nine seasons back to back to back. And I wasted at least a hundred hours. I turned the TV off. Yeah. I haven't turned the TV back on except for the NFL playoffs uh, since like November 1st. And what do I do with all that time? Man, I am reading like I've never read before. And I think Trying it's improved it my, well, I mean, it just, I, yeah. had to, yeah. I, had to, I had to create a new habit. Yeah. yeah. Right. And now I crave reading a book. Like I craved watching game of Thrones. That's kind of weird. I'm asking you, what are you doing? That's weird. You listening to, if you're listening to this podcast, candidly, you're a little weird. Not yeah. because these guys are weird. We are though. But because you're thinking differently than those around you, you're trying to grow. That's the purpose here. Right. So, you know, and, and lastly, I would tell you, and I know I'm just rambling, but. No, you're not. I love I it. I mentioned this to you when we were off air and I thought I had to bring it up. You know, one thing I learned early on um, when it came to wanting to become a leader or a CEO, I feel like a lot of agents in this game don't behave that way because they don't believe they deliver the value. Oh my God. That's a great point that, that they need to deliver before they are anointed or before they can become a CEO or a leader. And I, I tell a quick story around I a love gentleman. That you went there. Yep. Uh, many, many of you guys probably know or have heard of uh, Lester Cox. Now, Lester, you and I, if you're listening right now, Lester, I don't think we've talked in maybe seven years but I'll tell you what you said to me nine, 10 years ago was insanely uh, important in my development as a realtor and as a leader in general. I sat down with Lester for lunch. I don't know how I ended up at lunch with him, but I sat down with him and he said to me, I'm a brand, I'm a relatively new agent. Actually, it was about 11 years ago. I'm a relatively new agent. Lester says to me, he goes, Hey, Brian, uh, what do you get paid on a listing? I'm like, uh, what do you mean? He's like, well, what do you get paid? I'm like, well, I take it for 6%. Co broke out 3%. So I get 3%. I go, what do you get paid? He goes, 8%. I go, 8%. And he looked at me totally disgusted, like offended that I said 8%. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this straight. Now, he didn't say it in the nice terms I'm going to use. He said, let me get this straight. You think, Brian, that I'm going to get paid the same amount as you? I've been doing this for 35 years. I know more in my, my pinky than you know in your entire body about real estate. I've sold thousands of homes. You're fresh out of school. I'm actually offended that you think that you and I should be paid the same. He goes, what do you get paid on a buyer's side? I go, uh, you know, like I'm, right. uh, Mr. Mr. Cox, I get paid. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, I get whatever the go broke is. Yeah. And it's like two and a half percent at that time. I go, what do you, what do you get? He goes, 4%. I go, uh, how? I don't understand. Like how? If they co-broke two and a half, goes, obviously the buyer's going to pay me an extra point, extra point yeah, and a half. Right. I go, obviously, he goes, did you not just hear what I said to you? <laughs> I go, you think that you deserve to get paid the same amount as me? I've been at this 35 years. I know more about real estate than you'll ever know in your whole life. How dare you even say that? And I swear to you, I left that lunch and I said to myself, the next home I'm buying, Lester Cox is going to represent me. <laughs> and, and, and like three hours later, it occurred to me, you know what? respectfully, Lester, if you're listening, I'm like, 
I can do a better job than Lester. Sure, he may know more than me, but I'll out-hustle him. And I will deliver. And I care. And I'm in. And I, I came up with all these reasons why I'm worth the same as Lester. And it, and it dawned on me. The difference between Lester Cox and me at that very moment in time was Lester knew. Even I mean, He may even have been wrong, but he knew. To him, he was confident he delivered more value. And he carried himself as a guy that delivered more value. When he told me I get paid 4%, I'm like, okay, well, you could represent me and I'll pay you the extra whatever because you're obviously worth it. And he didn't talk to me about his skills. He didn't talk to me about his experience. If I was a client, he just said, here's who I am. Here's what I do. I'm the best. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. I'm the man. There's nobody that touches me. I deserve it. I'm like, boom. Like my, I, It was like, a, and I, all I could think about was how do I get myself to a degree to that degree in business and in life to where I know I deliver such a level, level, level of value that when someone questions it, I'm offended. And I, I was, it. and I, he, he shaped, he honestly, I know it was real powerful to me. It might, everyone might've tuned out already, but to me, I was like, man, all he did was use a few words and display yep. and have a certain tonality. Yep. And he believed it. That was the, at the end. Of, that was what it boiled down to. Do you make 8% now? <laughs> that's another episode Mark and unfortunately today is my last day but we're out of time we are out of time but metricsblueprint.com tells you how M-E-T-R-I-X blueprint.com will tell you now nah, I mean I was just blown away by that that's good by stuff. the way he carried that's himself so cool. talk, talk, act, conduct talk about a CEO like if you know you deliver value yep. then putting that title after your name leader team leader, CEO, rainmaker, whatever it is, yep. putting that title after your name becomes a hell of a lot easier yeah. when you know yeah. you deliver. No doubt For about sure. it. And people want to pay you to wrap this up. People want to pay you. Have you ever had, has anyone ever delivered? And I'm, this is an open question to anybody out there. Has anyone delivered so much value in your life that you almost want to pay them? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I've had different oh, yeah. people that I receive things from that I'm like, Finally, I'm like, they are delivering so much value. You'll open up the check. I like want to stroke a check because, you know what I mean? Like that's back to my point to kick off this episode is that people, you have to make people want to work with you. If you're delivering so much value, if you are so confident, if you are so professional, if you are the CEO, people will want to work with you and they will want to pay you that. There's probably people that he came across that want to pay him that. Don't mind paying they, him that. Well, they all would pay him that. You yeah, know yeah. why? Because the number one thing I think buyers and sellers really want, they just want to be led. Yep. Like even the, the most dominant behavioral styles out there, they just want somebody who knows the industry Show me the and way. wants to lead. Just like their doctor, just like their attorney. Yep. Yep. Like, I, I mean, think about, Show me. we work with some of the same attorneys, right? Yep. On And I'm not saying we have any legal battles, but yeah, there's yeah. things you and I have worked on. With a gentleman named Dax. Yeah, people yeah, want to have problems with us, so he has to protect You guys us. have had Dax yeah. on the yeah, show, right? The, show the number yeah. one thing I think Dax does best for my organizations that he works, and he works with me on everything, uh, he leads me to where we want to go. Yep. I mean, yep. Like, don't get me wrong. He knows the legal industry or right. knows his business inside and out, but he leads me. Yep. Indeed. And the, if you ask Dax, Dax, the only time we have trouble is when we when our a communication breakdown occurs. Why? Because he's not leading me at that moment. Right. We all want to be led in our in outside of our areas of expertise. No That's what buyers and sellers it. want. Lead so them. True. No lead doubt them. about it. Well Mr. said, Gurbanik, Brian, sir, appreciate you, man. This Thank is always just fire. You know, you bring the heat, the energy. It's an amazing series. Guys, you can know, always go back on SoundCloud.com, search the My Home Group Daily Dose, Brian Gurbanik, for this latest series. My man, appreciate it. To our sponsors, Alliance Property Inspections, VIP Mortgage. Thank you guys for all you do. Thank you. And 
Mark, the new website you and I just launched. JeremyClevin.com. Check it out, oh Jeremy God. Clevin. Me and, me and Brian. That's <laughs> Jeremy. That looks like Jareem. J E R E M E Clevin. Uh, com. I really own that domain right now, and it really is live. And you will be entertained. I assure you of that. Uh, as I regularly this, regularly this change its destination. Jeremy Clevin. Com. Oh, that's spectacular. Uh, Guys, have a great day. See ya. See ya. Bye.